Uh, okay. All right, let's see if we're live. <laughs> I hope people didn't hear my groaning at the beginning. <laughs> my bad. Probably did. Right, let's see. Um, all right. Yeah, so I'm just going to put up the thumbnail right now. All right, cool. My bad. Yeah, y'all did definitely hear me give out a, a weird groan at the beginning. Don't worry about it, right? Just don't worry about it. All right, you sound good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, is the game also on PS4? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's also on PS4. It's cross uh, cross play between systems, but not between PC and uh, PlayStation, which kind of sucks. But mm, gotcha. but other than that, uh, we're good to go. And I think did we just get a new subscriber? Ninety six. Oh, we're at ninety six. Yeah. Cool. Four more. Let's go, baby. Yeah, almost there, man. And then we can finally customize our URL. <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal, man. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's how we know we made it. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. That, once you customize your URL, it's gold in there. Oh, Keeps going man. up. <laughs> the bar I'm is low, that, but yeah. at least at least you can still go under under the the Congo line. I was saying that um that Final Fantasy reaction that you guys did is doing pretty well. Oh, is it? Yeah, like and I, I checked your uh, League of Legends one. That's like the best one we have. I think it's like 4K views. I'm like, people really care about this. <laughs> Demand's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about that trailer that made people just want to gravitate towards it, though? It's, it's literally every League of Legends trailer, dude. <laughs> like, literally every single one, if you react to it, it will get you a ton of views. That's That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Me and Walmart just might just start doing that now. I know he probably didn't watch any. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Alright, let me just tweet this out and then we'll be good to go. Um, okay. <clears throat> let's see what we got. And we're live. Can I tag Corey Barlog? No. <laughs> He's not going to look at that. I mean I, I mean, I guess if you want. I don't know. Let's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tag him. He, he probably he watches everything. He, his replies this week were golden. <laughs> I really don't think he's going to watch this. <laughs> but okay. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna tag him. <laughs> just, just like how I tag Herman Holst too. Child yeah, and, and what, and what happened then, huh? <laughs> that man's been silent as the grave. He's too busy on his planes right now. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, Corey's back on Twitter though. 
Yeah, but what a fucking weird, like, the moment he comes back on Twitter, everything just hits the fan. Like, God, I, if I was him, honestly, I would go right back into hiding, man, because fuck this. Uh, he, he got the smoke, man. He got the smoke. He, he wanted to post up his date nights, and I, I feel on that one. Yeah. Shouts to him, dog. Looking nice and spiffy in those pictures. <laughs> oh, man. Um, All right, I'm good to go whenever you are. All right, I was trying to think what else to put in the tags, but I think we're good. Um, let's see. Oh, oops. Yeah, let me put the slide cooper in, then we're good to go. All right. Let me just All right, yeah, we're good. Um, cool. All right, let us get started. Um, all right, guys, welcome to the 67th episode of the Dual Shock and Sense podcast. I am your host, Soul, a connoisseur of anime life, who's joined by uh, only only we only have uh, two thirds of the usual trio here today. Uh, Macho, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing doing fantastic, actually. Um, I, I got some great breaking news. Well, not even breaking news. It happened like the other day. But man, uh, the King of Kingdom Hearts and Fabulous Fanatic, he he, he 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 was jumping off walls the other day because the fiance Sammy, man, your soul, she she pulled she pulled the impossible card again. She did it again, man. What? She got me. Well, I I paid for it, but regardless, she actually got me a. Uh, pre-order for the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Special Edition. Uh, we were at this freak, the freaking Nintendo, man. We were at this store's website, for, tooth and nail, for like three hours. Nothing was happening, right? And she got farther than me for somehow. I was waiting at the store page for like 20, 25 minutes. Couldn't even put the damn thing in my cart. She immediately goes on her phone, said, oh, I got in the cart. I got the payment stuff. Let's, let's, let's put it what we got to do. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. We're, we're doing this. Waiting at that payment information for, I kid you not, so like an hour or more. Mm. Just, to, just to put in our payment information. So and, wait, so these, so these pre-orders were like really that hard for to, to get? Yeah, dude. The people were absolutely flooding the sites. And it's because Nintendo like, hey, we're doing this thing tomorrow. So make sure you get ready. And everyone was like, well, I got my bots ready. So we're, <laughs> I'm good to go. But like everyone else that really wants it, you know, they're stuck in these pages. And in my head, I'm like, well, everybody's using Google Chrome, maybe. So that's probably why, like, the website, like, doesn't doesn't want to load anything because people are just flooding, like, these servers. Uh, and she was on Safari. So, like, maybe that's why, like, not a lot of people are using Safari, like, websites. So maybe that's why she got in so quickly. But regardless, um, we were waiting this thing for, like, over an hour. And, like, it, it, go, it went from being, like, out of stock to not being in... Uh, just available at all to not to be able to put it in your cart and like it was a hassle, man. Nintendo is some there's some scumbags for like <laughs> for doing this to their oh, fans. Man. I'll just say that right <laughs> now. Like I like in my head I'm just like why Nintendo, man? Just why? Why to do it on your stores? It's the worst thing in the world. But lo and yeah. behold, man, uh, about like an hour or so after all the shenanigans, all the drama, uh, I let her know from War. So shout out to War64. He he actually put out a tweet saying hey people are saying that they're getting some success in their pre-orders so i, I immediately just let her know and then she, we got it like right then and there mm. so shout out to her man she secured xenoblade 3 chronicles special edition 
Um, she, she even secured the PS5, man. So. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm putting a ring on it, man. That's one of the, one of the many reasons I'm putting a <laughs> ring on it. Oh, okay. I was about to say, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the many reasons why, man. She woke me up in the middle of the night uh, in, our old, in, in her old place. And when I was trying to get a PS5, and then she literally just woke me up. Not kidding. Like one or two in the morning. Woke me up. She's like, babe, I got I got the PS5. I'm like, stop lying. I'm going back to sleep. And she's oh, like, man. no, look. And she actually showed me the receipt. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's a true winner, man. Shout out to her. Man. Yeah. That's, man. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know about this situation. I feel like I heard like rumblings or just like. You know, I just I, I just scroll through my timeline and I see something Nintendo related and I just you know continue to scroll by. But like, but <laughs> but, but no, I I feel like I I was hearing some things about like Xenoblade the the pre order situation being like extremely weird. So oh yeah. yeah yeah thanks thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, it's it's um, even it's even weirder because they're launching the game as intended right on July twenty seventh, but the contents of the special edition. Which is which happens to be like the art book and the steel book, aren't being released until fall. So, mm. regardless of releasing separately, so I didn't I didn't know why they couldn't just have a system where you could just pre-order like the art book or or for heaven's sake, man, just buy the art book, like <laughs> just yeah. sell the art book separately and the steel book or whatever, and then just sell the game as you normally would. You could probably even charge art book and steel book more if you did like that, but I don't know, man. Nintendo's weird. You still have to go on the app to freaking, like, meet up with people online, so it is what it is. But, yeah, we got it. The, secu- the bag is secured. I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, nice. July 27th, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so so as I said earlier, uh, you know, we only have uh, two out of the three trio. Uh, I, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this because I saw a video of it on, on Twitter. Um so obviously, uh, Walt is at Anime Expo. Uh, he is Masha, at Weeb. Did, did you see? Did you see the amount of fucking people there? I'm starting to get a good sense of how popular it really is. Yes. Yeah, like I, I, Godspeed for my boy. You know, uh, all, all power to him in, in, in going out there and doing that. But man, dude, I saw the amount of people that were at the, at uh, Anime Expo on on Twitter. And I could smell the anime weeb bo like coming off the screen, man. Like that is the last place on earth that I would want to be, and and that only that only really like cemented my opinion of never wanting to go to any cons or events or concerts or anything of that nature. Like I see that many people cramped in one place, and it just like shivers. Like I'm not even like like claustrophobic or any or anything like that, but like I see that many people gathered together in one place and i'm just like i like why would anyone want to be in the middle of that dude especially during the <laughs> pandemic like you you just know that like like i remember um like i was i was reading some comments and people were saying like oh well they check if you're uh, vaccinated or, or things like that and i'm like it takes literally just one person to not be vaccinated for that entire place to go fucking down dude yeah, it's it's it, it. I don't know. It depends because I went to the Final Fantasy VII concert in New York, and I f- thought for sure I was gonna get COVID. But yeah. you need your vaccinations. Everything was good, and I, like man, we were. It was a packed crowd. Every seat was filled for that concert. 
mm-hmm. and somehow me and my fiance just escaped without any signs of COVID whatsoever. So it, it really depends. But for stuff, with, I understand like not wanting to go to cons though because certain cons it, like they do very particular, man. They do very very yeah. particular. Like yeah. from I know going to like a Kingdom Hearts um, event uh, in New York City. It was at a Nintendo store, so the opening for Dream Drop Distance. And uh, let me just tell you. <laughs> Oh man! I, it was good people, good, good people, great fans, but man, I don't think I ever want to do that ever again. <laughs> uh, it's I, I felt like the nerd, like just painting over me every, the entire way, man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, shout out to people that 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 love that stuff, but man, I, I don't know if I can do that again. Um, at least alone. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to go to a group of people, like going to PAX East with with the lords of gaming crew and i learned our podcast crew was just a ton of fun like that was like a really fun event and it wasn't like the whole we're rubbed up in each other we're mad sweaty and everything you know what i mean like it's like yeah, yeah. you can smell the funk um but anime expo i don't know I, I don't i don't get that same vibe i feel like it's a lot less clean if you know what i'm saying so. <laughs> well let's well let's be honest man uh weebs uh no, this is so mean. I, I almost don't want to say it, but I kind of do. <laughs> um, you know, uh, natural or or decent hygiene is, is as rare to them as a, as a as a lady, man. So those are yeah. You know what? Those are facts. Right? <laughs> those are facts. Which is why um, I think Walt felt really comfortable with his with his oh, people man. over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think he's getting uh, a good kick. I hope he, I hope he cosplays over there. He doesn't t- put on deodorant, um, oh, which I'm sure he, I'm sure he's doing right now. <laughs> I saw that reminds me of, of this meme that I saw that it was like um, somebody had like a, a cologne in their hand and like the br- the the brand on the bottle said uh, League of Legends on it, <laughs> and the caption was like was like oh yeah women repellent. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want uh, I want to be clear, man. Like this is totally this is totally just jokes, man. Like I'm a I'm a huge weed nah, myself, man. So nah, you're not joking at all. You really? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Own up to it, man. Own up to it. Well, we got on your ass, buddy. At least put on some deodorant. To take a shower. Oh, take a shower before you go and when you come back. All right. Just <laughs> man, getting getting me in trouble, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey man, we love our weed um, brothers and sisters. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, y'all just gotta wash yourself. That's it. Um, <laughs> watch yourself but, uh, or wash yourself. Oh, uh, wash yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe both. Maybe both, man. Because <laughs> uh, if you show up smelling like that next to me, we're gonna have some issues, man. So. <laughs> um, oh my god. But uh, guys, <laughs> welcome to the podcast we want to remind you guys to go ahead and like share it out uh consider subscribing to the channel we're almost at 100 man so uh that's very exciting yes, sir um so yeah without further ado we're gonna start talking about uh the games that we have been playing this past week uh macho i'll, I'll jump in first because it's really been like nothing for me i think i'm slowly kind of creeping back into like another gaming funk where like I'm jumping in between like Horizon, uh, Hitman. Um, what else did I? And, and even like like I went back to Mass Effect just for like a little like comfort food and like nothing is like really like like sticking right now. Like 
I'm, mm. I'm just in that mood where like i don't want to really play anything it's weird like i i was like no kidding i was on the playstation store last night for like what must have been an hour just like scrolling through i even went into uh the the new playstation plus and checked out like the the classic games and like the ps4 ps5 games that they have on there to see like if there was like anything like i was really about to spend like 20 bucks to be like oh is there an old game that i want to play um and like it was cool like they had the infamous games there and uh i, I honestly like i was looking at uh fallout new vegas and i was like ooh, maybe i should go back on and and try that out that might be a good um one. yeah but then like then like i literally walked away from places to store not buying anything um so yeah I, I, don't, I don't know man i'm 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 in a weird funk i i don't i really don't feel like playing anything um which is which is odd but um yeah, and, and so, it's I understand that feeling though, honestly. That's how I was yesterday. Where like I have games to play because I got new games, but I just didn't feel like anything. I was just tired. Yeah, and like I even um, even like considered uh, like <laughs> I was on Final Fantasy Integrate on on uh, Seven Remake Integrate on the PlayStation Store, but like that's a game that I want to own physically. So, uh, so like yeah, I, I was like, no, one. not 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 today, not today. <laughs> yeah. um, oh man, yeah. you're teasing me, buddy. You know, it was funny about that. It was I was things like, why don't you just play Integrate? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's really it for me. I've been I've been watching more TV instead of playing games, to be honest. So like, we'll talk about it, um, man. What have you been watching? Yeah, so Umbrella Academy season three. I'm like literally literally on the last episode. Uh, really, really fun show. Uh, more Young Justice. Um, I can understand why people don't like this. Se- like this season is definitely uh, season three, part two, the Outsiders one. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely the weakest one, but like even their weakest season is still like really fun. Like I'm, I'm still having like a blast with it. Um, so yeah, Young Justice is pretty cool, um, and I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'm on so actually um I just noticed I don't know how this this was possible but like uh now the entire like seventh season of or at least, I think the first half of the seventh season of uh Fear the Walking Dead is on Amazon now and I just have that like uh through I don't know like some like other subscription through Amazon that I have so I can like literally watch that entire seventh season and, and um which like I think you needed like AMC Plus to to was like the only like subscription service that it was on for the longest time, but now it's on Amazon. Uh, so like that that's like a like a I don't know like a kind of like comfort food show for me. Like I didn't I know, know it was like, on a seventh season. Like holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I don't know. Like Walking Dead is you know it's it's kind of like you know it's the Walking Dead. You know you 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 know what you're getting with it. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, like I, 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 I dig the, I dig fear the walking dead for sure. So like, yeah, I'll definitely be watching that some season here shortly after I finish, uh, umbrella Academy. But then also out of nowhere, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with uh, money heist on Netflix. No. Um, it's a really, you should, you should watch that. It's, um, it's basically, um, I mean, it's literally in in the name of the title. It's like this this group of criminals coming together, um, from they're all from Spain, 
and uh it's it's a it's all in spanish too i mean you can switch it to like an english dub but like the the actual you know uh you know the 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 you know the original language it all sounds way better um but yeah it's them coming together and you know they're planning out this really elaborate heist to rob i think the bank of spain um mm -hmm. and they're all really interesting characters and you know down to earth and and funny um and it's heartbreaking at times and people die and yeah it's a really really good show but then out of nowhere that that show finished its fifth season i think last year or it might have been this year but like it, it like literally just recently finished but then out of nowhere there's a money heist korea now and i <laughs> like like i didn't see any trailers for for this i didn't even hear that this was even happening um So I was just on Netflix, just like scrolling, and and it's like in you know the top ten uh, most watched shows like right now, and I'm like, what? There's a like Money Heist Korea now, so so now you know it's um, gonna be actual lit <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Like I'm I'm recently I've been I want to say ever since Squid Game, to be honest, I've been like a sucker for just like Korean shows in general, um, you know, from things like uh, Sweet Home or Sisyphus. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I dig, uh, Korean shows now, and, uh, so yeah, I'll definitely be watching this. It's only, like, six episodes, but, like, <clears throat> just the thought of, like, a money heist being based in, in Korea now with, you know, an, an entirely Korean cast, um, is super exciting to me. Um, so yeah, and nice. also All of Us, All of Us Are Dead is also a great Korean show as well. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to watch that. Um, yeah, man, like I said, really just been watching TV, um, reading um a little bit more um and that is pretty much it for me what about you man damn okay cool well that's what's, what's up uh no gaming though it's wild for a game yeah. podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey shut up <laughs> i'm just kidding um no you actually have been uh kind of dabbling in and out of um some the new games that came out so new week our uh, new release of the week has been dnf duel so i've been talking about this game before basically an anime action fighting game from uh Aiting and uh who were the guys that did Marvel's Capcom 3 and uh Arc System Works so it has a beautiful gorgeous art style of Arc System game which you guys are seeing on the screen right now but with uh, all the workings of a crazy Marvel's Capcom uh game man like all the specials are super crazy and fun to look at and really easy to pull off but like it feels really good to just do everything in this game like, it feels like everything connects into everything, <laughs> and uh, it gets wild, man. Like, I'm already seeing, like, infants. I'm seeing full bar uh, combo KOs, and, like, it's, it's some really fun stuff, man. Um, the biggest thing about this game that makes it different from other games is the fact that you have, like, a magic bar, uh, which is essentially assigned to one button. So you have this one button with, of course, multiple moves attached to it, depending on which direction you're putting the bus, facing the direction buttons in, um, but it depletes this meter and you have a limited amount based on your health so it increases the more you lose health um and you get some really crazy combos if you actually connect some stuff together and you're canceling one thing into the other but it feels like a marvelous catcom game just with like the, the flair of like guilty gear strive and uh grand blue fantasy so it's it's a really fun game man i haven't delved too much in story into story mode there's arcade mode or survival mode um online is really solid too because you use rollback netcode and the lobbies, thank God, soul. The lobbies aren't like past Arc System games where they have like a full lobby or anything like that, like with player avatars and stuff like that. Yeah. That that would be like their ranked, like their ranked match or their ranked system. Because Guilty Gear actually has like a tower system, where it's the same thing. You have an avatar, you go through 
different levels of more like you actually win games um but you still have to actually queue up like next to, like a little arcade stick in this lobby and wait for people to come by like no like the the nf do actually actually abolishes all of that has the regular standard you want to do ranked match press ranked match get into a game find a player near you you're good to go that's it and it, thankfully it's actually really fast man i've been i've been joining games really quickly in my area so um, nice. thankfully it all works you know it could have the thing is this game could have released and lobbies could have been broken Online couldn't work. Keep a constant disconnects, right? But thankfully, everything works. Everything is really fun, and uh, I'm just enjoying the hell out of the game, man. It's it's incredible. I think it's definitely gonna be one of my favorite fighting games uh, of recent memory, next to, like Killer Instinct and everything, and uh, Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three. Like I'm really excited to get into more of tournaments of this game. I actually signed up for my first tournament for this month, oh, so. Nice. Yeah, so so it's it's gonna be really fun. Uh, this game is definitely great. Um, one of the things that makes it really unique too is the fact that I mentioned before how the specials are really crazy. A lot of the stuff can just take up half the screen. Um, so there's a big uh, there's a, there's a big uh, like emphasis on movement and really just kind of staying in motion at the all at the same time because uh, since so many characters take up so much of the of the screen and the character I play as her name's Striker, she's more of a close range person, so. Obviously, her range isn't as crazy when it comes to her moves because she needs to be more close up in your face. But other characters are just like they'll they'll be they'll be up in your face from being like all the way across the screen. You'll be like, all right, how am I gonna get around this? And basically, just has to do with what you gotta do, which is you gotta do the dodge rolls, which is just show right there on the screen. You gotta do um, the certain guard cancels, and like you just gotta be really smart with like how you play certain characters. And, I like that the game really respects that. Like every character is really unique in that sense. That's what makes fighting games so much fun to explore and like really break down. But this game itself is just it's it's a lot of fun because you could just do a lot of crazy stuff pretty easily. Um, it's really beginner friendly too. Like if people are like actually looking at this, like I want to play it, like go for it. Like it's it's really beginner friendly and there's no better time to get into a fighting game than when it first releases when everyone's figuring stuff out. So yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, before before the time where everyone's already mastered the game. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's that was my thing with Guilty Gear Strive. Like I wanted to get into it, but there's not really much in the roster that I was like, okay, like I want to jump in. And then um Biken releases, who was the character I was waiting for, and everyone's already like kind of got like at the game, so I'm just like, Well, I'm not even gonna bother at this point. <laughs> like like yeah, what's yeah. the point? You know? But the end of Duel had enough characters in here that I liked the the character designs. I want to learn more about the mechanics and just the characters in general so overall like it was definitely a worthy a worth a buy and the thing is it's only 50 bucks too it's actually discounted from regular price fighting games but comes with a lot of stuff to do in it so hopefully yeah. it just adds more and uh there's more to be you know planned for this especially dlc characters so that'd be really cool nice nice yeah yeah but um not, i didn't i didn't know that that team was so you said specifically that they are um Kind of comprised of former Arc System Works uh, developers. Well, it's eighteen. So it's it. The, these are the same developers that worked on Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three, yeah. and uh, so they've been kind of dormant for like the past, like ever since then, as far as I know. Maybe they've worked oh, on wow. other stuff. Maybe they came in and out of like other fighting games too, or assisted with some stuff. But this is the first time that they headed a fighting game, from my understanding, gotcha. in quite a long time. With the you know with the with the backings of Arc System Works because of their their character designs and you know how arc system games look so you can tell it's yeah. like it's one of their games yeah for sure 
But um, yeah, so overall, it's, it's a great game. I will say that um, if depending on what platform you want to play it on, you know, if all your friends are on PC, get on PC. That's actually the version with the less input lag, too. Um, PlayStation versions are notorious for having pretty bad input lag for some fighting games. And it could be something with the system. It could be something with Unreal Engine or a mix of both. But from what I'm understanding, man, the PS5 version at 4K has the worst input lag of all the versions. Oh, man. It's at least seven to eight frames of input lag, which is really freaking high, man. Yeah, especially when you're online. And I was noticing it, too. When I was playing the game earlier this week, I put boot up the PS5 version. I went to trials mode. I wasn't even online. I was in trials mode, just doing like different combos and stuff like that. And it felt like my character was in mud. And the character I play as, Striker, she's a fast character. Yeah. You know? She can link together combos pretty easily, and it feels good to play. Like it feels really good to play these characters. But for her, if like for me, it's like it's like just picking up the controller, like moving around with like it feels it feels phenomenal. But then I play the game earlier, so I'm just like, why does she feel like she's like so much slow? Like it feels like it's less responsive than usual. And it turns out because yeah. the PS5 version has crazy input lag. So my advice to people, if you're gonna play the PlayStation version, at least. The what I did is I downloaded the PS4 version and I set my TV to 1080p resolution, so because because that actually results in less input lag of the entire game. It's like three to four frames compared to the seven on PS5 at 4K, or um, I think it was like PS4 Pro at 4K and it was like six frames or five frames, and all that does all that stuff really does matter. Like all that really does matter, especially for responsiveness and when you're playing online and stuff like that. Like this is a fast game. Last thing you want is for your button inputs to be not there, especially when you're blocking stuff like that. So all that stuff really matters. But um, but yeah, I mean, if you're gonna play it casually, you don't have to worry about it. You probably won't even notice the difference. But when man, when I booted up the PS4 version, I started messing around with them. Like oh god, like yeah, there's, I felt the difference. So does does it have a native uh, PS5 version or is it through uh, backwards compatibility? Yeah, it's it's both. It has a native PS5 version, and uh, you can do backwards compatibility on gotcha. through the PS4 version. So, okay. if you're on PS5, boot up, get the PS4 version, backwards compatible with that. Set your TV to 1080p, and then you'll be good to go. With like, it's only three to four frames of input lag, and on PC, I think the most was like two. So you'll be right around the competition around there if you are thinking about playing more seriously, or you just want better responsive gameplay. So. It's up to you on how you want to do it, but either way, either way, great game, great game. I can't wait to actually experience more and play with more players, and just really get into the tournament scene. And I miss it, like I miss these Marvelous Capcom three days, man. So I'm, I'm getting those, I'm getting those vibes again. So it's cool. Dope. Yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, besides yeah. that, I've been also playing uh, the Capcom Fighting Collection. So it's really just been a fighting game kind of vibe this past couple weeks and this collection sold this is this is the one for the collectors out there like like if you like the the capcom games just fighting games in general the box art for this thing is freaking sick dude have you seen it no i haven't oh dude it's gorgeous it's all hand-drawn it's a hand-drawn cover art of all the games in the collection that includes all the dark stalkers games um a game called red earth that actually was never released in america uh, there's also the Capcom Fighting Gem Collection, something like that, and a couple other like really cool, um, really different kind of fighting games. And it's 
it's a it's a great collection of just of all their kind of hits from the past like 90s and stuff like that but all of it has like a super funky tone to it it reminds me a lot of street fighter third strike where it has like that hip-hop flavor to it and it felt different felt really cool that's how i felt for a lot of these games in these collections uh especially for stuff that i had there like um cyberbots where it's just like it's just super freaking cool man <laughs> like it's a great collection of all these amazing fighting games and it's, it's such a great package because you could actually like do quick saves you can do quick replays there's a whole museum of like all the really cool character art even fan art of all these games too um you get a, you get the whole library of tracks as well for every game so there's there's a lot in that collection to like really like dive into and be a part of and it's only like 40 bucks it's like it's such a great deal for for this collection man like i'm glad we're in the era now i don't know if you noticed this but we're in the era where like these companies are releasing some really great collection games from their from their past catalogs and doing really good justice to them mm. like um uh, past past catalogs man mm. yeah exactly the old games <laughs> i'd love to see it <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, the Konami stuff of Castlevania, right? The, I've been raving about those games as of late. Uh, now the Capcom fighting game collections have been amazing. So um, I think they're coming out with something else soon, soon too. But another one, but yeah, man, I've been I've been diving into those. Like these these are games I want to get that platinum for because they're just so much fun to play. Nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so they're they're great. And um, I think that's it. I think well, I did beat Crisis Core, but I won't dive too much into that other than the fact that it was just a great replay um but yeah. so i'll tell you right now man you're not, <laughs> if you play crisis court you're not doing the side content unless you change it up drastically oh man it's 300 <laughs> missions hey yo yep it's hey, 300 yo. missions for a side content in crisis court which understandably because it was a psp game and like you need the quick ins and outs as far as like how you're going to play the game right that's the mentality yeah. of it jump on the train do maybe like you know five to ten missions and then you know get off the train you're good right but yeah not when you're sitting on the couch and you're just going through all these areas i'm really wondering how they're actually going to do that are they going to tackle that thing itself whether they're actually going to keep all 300 missions or are they going to change it up to be a little bit more um a little bit more involved a little more interesting because similar yeah. to Final seven remake where they had side quests that weren't the greatest but they they're really important in how they told the story and the characters and that's what made them worth doing uh crisis core doesn't have that at all so <laughs> oh man so <laughs> if anything um I, I would just i would see how they're gonna do it. if they're actually gonna give more priority to the side quests actually do have more story context because there are a couple that do but nothing like super crazy um gotcha but I will say though the the down the rise and fall of Sephiroth is one of the greatest things in this game for sure. Like just seeing his actual transition into the sociopath that he becomes is really heartbreaking, and it made me see Sephiroth in this whole new light that he's he was definitely a victim of of what was going on, and it's really sad to see that. Um, and then what happens to Cloud and everything, and then obviously Zack being the hero of the story, and what happens to him. It just it really makes me wonder what they're gonna do with Seven Rebirth and just the Crisis Core remake in general, because it definitely seems more like a remake than a remaster. But either way, yeah. this uh, 
it's a great game. It's, it's it definitely made it made me tear up at the end. I'm not gonna lie, it brought it brought the tears back. Oh man, <laughs> listen, uh, that story is really sad, man. So, <laughs> but regardless, it was a ton of fun. So I'm I'm excited for hopefully the end of this year if the game actually comes at the end of this year. Nice, yeah, um, yeah, because I feel like it di- it definitely looked like, uh, and again, I mean, this is from someone who doesn't know, but it looked like. And you correct me if if I'm wrong. Does it look like they're they're trying not to do like a, a a remaster, but to make it more fit in line with what they did with Seven Remake? That's the speculation. Is it seems like that? That's what it seems yeah. like. But because a lot of people are hoping, or at least you know, wondering if it's to have any more ties to Seven Remake, or if it's going to fit in with that continuity. And you wouldn't be wrong to think that one because. Well, modern, you know, development stuff like that. But two, because uh, Zach in that trailer for the Crisis Core remake has a different Buster Sword than what is actually in the first game. Yeah. So people are like, well, maybe it is like they're actually trying to like make it more in line with Seven Remake, and that's not necessarily a bad thing either because uh, that means that one is going to be an improvement on the game, the original game, which is, in my opinion, is needed. And uh, secondly. Is everything's gonna fit? Everything's gonna be like in one ecosystem, so to speak. So I'm for it. I, I think it'd be really cool if if they did something along those lines like that. Yeah. So like, what I'm getting at is like, I feel like for sure, like this Crisis Core reunion is like, it's going to be like the definitive version. Like, I feel like you can't go back to the original after that because like you would want to play Reunion and then jump into Seven Remake. And then rebirth versus going back to the original first or something like that. Um, like I feel like that. Like they're they're lining these up to be like okay. Like this is the new like way to experience like the the total like Final Fantasy VII uh, story. I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. They're doing that two way, two different ways though. Actually, they're doing that with the remakes that we're seeing on console, and then Ever Crisis, which is like the episodic mobile game that's retelling all of, like the Final Fantasy stories. Oh, cool. So we'll see. There's two different ways to actually experience that, which is actually, yeah, it's it's super dope to see, because um, again, you're fill, you're fulfilling like both both fandoms, I guess. So you have the the hardcore turn-based fandom that just that's all they want, and then you also have the people that like more of the action stuff, like I do, um, and get to indulge in that with the bigger budget stuff that you expect from you know the studio. So, right. Overall. Nice. Overall, we're, we're eating, we're eating, man. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, so let's jump into some of these topics. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's knock out a smaller one first before we get into into the bigger ones. Uh, Persona is uh, Sega <laughs> apparently has interest in making some of their uh, IPs in the live action series uh, or movies and. This included, I think they specifically did call out Persona as being one of the ones that they're interested in. Um, this this has bad idea written all over it, in my opinion. <laughs> um, because you just know, you just know that it's going to be like, um, oh, give, give me a name. Oh, okay, so like Ryuji, for instance, in the live action American version, it's going to be Ryan. <laughs> or Makoto oh, in the in the American live action version, it's gonna be Megan or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, um, oh, man. Yeah, I, I I don't know how you do, because like 
the Persona 4, like, anime, for instance, like, that's... I have a really, like, soft spot in my, spot in my heart for that anime. Like, I really adore that anime. Uh, but then the Persona 5 one is rough, man. Is it? Um, Damn. In terms of both, like, animation, but also just, like, you're trying to fit a... 100 a game that took me like 130 hours into a 12 anime series 12 or 24 anime series that's just impossible man you can't realistically do that so like a lot of like the moments in the actual game that were given you know space and time to breathe and and naturally sort of like you know organically take place right like all the time that you're you're spending getting to know these characters and hang out with them and you know, build uh, sort of um, you know relationships with these people. Um, you know, you kind of start out with you each confidant at rank one, and you work your way up to rank ten, and you become like best friends with these people. Uh, that's entirely cut super short in in the anime, right? And it's the same thing with the palaces, right? You're spending like a good like ten to maybe twenty hours in each of these palaces um, if you're slow like me. Um, and in the anime, that's condensed to, like, an episode, maybe at most, so like, 20 minutes before they move on to the next palace. So, like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, I don't see this getting any better in a theoretical live-action version. Now, the thing that I think could be cool, and that's because I've watched a lot of Korean dramas, but it's, like, the <laughs> slice of life kind of aspects to Persona, I think will translate pretty well into into this new sort of, uh, like, media or whatever. Um, but again, one, the moment that you start mixing in the supernatural stuff and the palaces and things like that, I think that's when it starts to get... It will probably get a little bit muddy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. Again, I just I just go back to the, to the thing of, like, trying to condense a 100-hour story into... You know they want to make this a TV series, so let's let's give it the benefit of the doubt and say a 12-hour TV show that will probably fit. That will probably work a little bit better than the 12, 24-episode anime that you know those episodes are only 20 minutes each. But still, I I don't know, man. I I'm skeptical. I'm keeping my eye on it, but I'm still skeptical. How how are you feeling about this? Not good at all. <laughs> these adaptations don't really work well man they uh... we can just look back at another ones like full metal alchemist bleach like all these live action adaptations are just not good attack on titan right <laughs> that, yeah. that had one as well i went to go see in theaters with a buddy oh, um man. it's just not good not good stuff man i don't know like i i think you're right where they would have to do like a lot of slice of life like um sort of like takes on it and i don't know for me like a story with persona 5 it could definitely end up to like a, a good live action show but i don't know man like I, i'm still on, i'm still in the boat that i i think persona 4's story is a lot better um it's, it's really just because of the environment like the actual like the at home like the weird town uh you know uh, yeah. exchange student kind of vibes to it um, there's yeah. like a murder mystery. I think there's a lot more intrigue with that than just like being rebels um, in a society, so to speak. Like we live in a society kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I think I think if they approach it like a little something a little more like that, or even like Persona Three story where you're actually a, a part of um, like a school and there's like this elite group of people, uh, you know, that take care of you know whatever it is that they do. I don't actually know that game's story, but I think something like that lends itself a little more than Persona Five story. 
but uh, I mean, I guess it really just it really just means how they approach it. So, well, I guess we'll find out. But I don't know, man. It's it's, it's a rocky bridge to come across. I know Netflix's gonna be on it, like white on rice. So yeah. they they better they better do do it right. But I don't know, man. That, that recent thing where they tried to have the Avatar TV show and the the creators of the Avatar series just went up and left because of creative differences. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know with that, man. I don't know. We'll, we'll see who picks it up, but. Regardless, uh, Alice has a lot of plans, and it seems to not be really, you know, releasing the games. So, but that's besides yeah. the point. But um, I think it's I think it's interesting that you're starting to see uh, like a lot of these companies moving into this direction, you know, where they want to do this. Uh, it's I, and it's funny because I, I literally my my last class was like literally one of our lessons was about this very thing, which is multimedia storytelling. Um, and, and adaptations and sort of like this idea of like, hey, like not everyone is going to experience your IP through like its original, like, you know, released form or whatever. So like not everyone is going to play The Last of Us. So what do you do? You go and target that, you know, audience who will never play video games by, you know, hey, here's a TV uh, adaptation of it. Um, you know, so it's again like the same thing with The Witcher. Um, not everyone's gonna read the books. Not everyone's gonna read the games. So you know, you try to cater to that audience in in a different way that will get them to actually experience that that IP and property. Um, yep. And yeah, you definitely see a lot. of the Same thing with with Arcane, um, and and League of Legends. Um, it's the same thing what the Destiny devs want to do with with Destiny. That's why you know they they want to turn that into uh you know a, a movie or whatever um of course so yeah i just think it's fascinating that yeah you're seeing a lot of companies move in this direction yeah for sure that's and i think it's smart at the same time because especially when the content is so rich like they'll find ways to entice people in like for us it was definitely arcane we're not playing league of legends but we're definitely watching arcane <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah, for sure for sure or even with uh project l i think they have i think it's called uh, their new fighting game that looks freaking dope, man. Of course, I'm gonna jump in with that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like I'm, I, I tell you right now, man. I'm never playing League of Legends, but yep. I, but I'm happy like these universes like with such rich like content can bleed into like other avenues where I can enjoy it more. The Witcher, um, maybe in Persona one day. We'll see, man. We'll see. I haven't really delved too much into the anime. I watched a little bit of Persona Four, Persona Four's anime, not the golden version. But um, I don't know. I, I I'm not really big on like seeing those as anime. Really, it it feels weird. Like like just having a lot of that stuff skipped. You know what I mean? It's like when Harry Potter fans get really upset that you know some movies just skip a lot of uh, stuff that happens in the books. It's it's sort yeah. of that same mentality for me with Persona, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Ruby to cross over with Justice League, an upcoming feature film with from Rooster Teeth and Warner Bros. What? That's what? I mean, that sure. Sounds dumb as hell, man. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, yeah, I just, I just read that from, uh, where is it? Oh, Variety. God, dude. Ruby, Ruby needs to. Oh man, don't get me started. Um, <laughs> but I mean, so... <laughs> but I mean, to that, to that point, man, I gotta, I gotta ask because. Walt's not here, so I gotta get my shots in. Where's Persona oh, Six? Uh, you know, it's 
it's, <laughs> you don't want to. My thing is, you don't want to make the same mistake of, you know, the infamous uh-huh. uh, winter winter twenty fourteen thing that that Alice <laughs> did back in the day, and then the game not be ready for for two years out. <laughs> so, oh, oh man, that was a thing. That's wild. Yeah. So I, I hope that they learn their lesson and that they're you know kind of making sure that they when they do announce that game it's a little bit closer to release and then also they have um what's it called re fantasy i think it's called what's up technology which is like, gaming Sorry, which is um so the the lead producer of the persona series uh uh Kashi- hashino or something like that let me look up his name uh really quick but um he's he's basically been like the 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 series director of persona since i think persona 3 so he's moved on to to this new uh, fantasy IP, um, at Atlas, and it's it's supposed to apparently be like literally Persona, but in in a fantasy setting. So it's like literally like that studio's next like big project, and he's heading it up, while like a, a, a I don't want to call him like a side team, but like an, essentially another team is is going forward with the Persona series. So I do wonder if the reason why Persona Six is taking so long is because like. You know they they have an, a, another team working on something else. So like, I wonder if they're working on both of these things at the same time, or if this fantasy game is gonna come out first, or like what's happening there. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, when did it come out? It came out 2016 in Japan and then 2017 in the U.S. So it's it's definitely been a while, man. Yeah, it's been a hot minute, man. Especially after the success of Persona Five and Royal. Essentially, right? Two games that got 10 out of 10s. And they're about to have even more success with those games coming out on everything now. So Yeah, I know. They, they pushed the red button. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Persona 6 is, is in dire straits. Um, push the red button. Release it for all consoles. Oh, man. Get the back from, from Phil Spencer. And, uh, yeah. So that's what exactly Nintendo what they're doing. Nintendo 2, man. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Nintendo 2. Yes. So let's say they press the push the red button. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna sell like gangbusters on on the Switch, man. I'm I'm excited for them for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, and Loki, I, I I hope that our Xbox brethren actually buys Persona after Phil working so damn hard for getting those oh, things man. on your system, man. Seriously, yeah. like buy those games, man. Like I I don't care if you play Persona Five before, buy it. I'm 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 I might be. I might I might be the Persona Five simp here, man, because I I might get Persona Five just on the PS Five just to get that, that just to get that cover art again with the white label. <laughs> I might just do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, that's uh, Persona, and uh, it apparently being made into a, into a TV series, man. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I I just hope that like, I, like let it let it be something that's created like in Japan. Like I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be weird if it's like. It's if it's like, uh, oh, Christopher Nolan is directing the Persona TV series. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want, I don't want someone here in in the West making it. Like, let it. Like, Persona is so so Japanese and rooted in that culture. Like, it'd be weird. Like, if you know, if if they let someone from the West, you know, take home. Yeah, it's project. like it's like when Netflix made like the Death Note Americanized. Exactly. Yeah. And that how uh, you know weird and. and how dumb that was yeah yeah um <laughs> or god i don't i don't remember her name but like even i i think back on um the ghost in the shell 
live action adaptation, which <laughs> oh, which goes to the show is like my favorite anime of all time. But like the 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 main character in 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 that anime, the the, the anime and TV or in the movie, really like the entire property. The, the main character's name is. Uh, Major Motoko Kusanagi, and they gave her a fucking like American name in the in the live action Scarlett Johansson version. Oh, <laughs> like yikes. I think I think her name I think her name was like Mary, in the Scarlett Johansson version. Oh I'm god, like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> not that sounds like a big nope right already. Jeez. Which which is like sure like like it would sound weird if like Scarlett Johansson was given the name Motoko Kusanagi because she's clearly not Japanese. But then at that point it's like okay well why did you hire a Japanese actor in the first place? So like I don't know that's a whole can of worms. But um yeah I don't know it's it's things that I, I I'm sure that they that they are thinking about and that they are cognizant about. Yeah. Sure. Um, but um yeah man so that's that. Um. Let's talk about oh, some some sad news. Some sad news, particular to me and you, to both me and you, as as a uh, huge sucker punch. Fans. Oh man, yeah. this broke my heart. Um, so let me let me pull up the quote really quick. Um, okay, so Sucker Punch clarifies that they do not have plans to revisit the infamous or Sly Cooper franchises right now, and that no other studio is working on these IPs either. No! So, so, uh, this comes from, they did like a little, I think 24 uh, years, sort of like anniversary or celebration of the the studios, so they had like a big blog post uh, talking about, you know, the future of the studio and whatnot. Uh, So this comes directly from them. Quote, unquote, as our games continue to grow in scale and complexity, they require the full attention of our studio. With our focus on our current project, we have no plans to revisit Infamous or Sly Cooper right now, and no other studio is currently working on projects related to those franchises either. These characters are very special and near and dear to our hearts, so while we never say never to reopening those doors down the road, for now, there are no Infamous or Sly Cooper games in development. Um... Obviously, to us, heartbreaking news. Um, you know, these are two franchises that I mean, Slide Slide Two is is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I know you hold both of these franchises near and dear to your heart. Uh, uh, why? What was your sort of sort of immediate reaction when when you, you saw this? It literally coming coming out of the, the blue, like this came out of nowhere. <laughs> so, what was your reaction? I want to throw my phone across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a raging fanboy and be like, "What is wrong with you? What's going on? Why? Why are you abandoning the the? Why are you abandoning my boy Sly Cooper and Cole McGrath? What's going on, man? Like, like my my immediate reaction was was honestly just. Hey yo, what the fuck? That was exactly what oh, I was man. thinking of, man. <laughs> that was exactly what I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" Um, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, in all seriousness, is. It makes sense, right? It makes sense that they want they did. We said before too, like why would they want to go back to new to something that's that they already explored and felt really confident about and are passionate. We're passionate about back then, but have new creatives now, and they have different they have different ways they want to go about their you know their projects stuff like that now, which is fine. Um, yeah, but the fact that 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 didn't really get me. Like I understand they want to work on Ghost of Tsushima too, and really focus on that and any other projects they have in line work that. We don't know about, but um, 
But, but what really got me, Soul, was the fact that they said no other studios are working on these yeah. IPs. Yeah, that was, and, and and I'll let you continue really quick, but, like, that, I, I agree. That was the big surprise, shocker to me, because, like, that saying that they're not working on Slider Infamous, not a surprise to me in, in the slightest. They're, they're right. one of the smaller studios uh, uh, at, you know, Sony Interactive Entertainment, so it makes sense that they, they, they can't be in a Insomniac or a Gorilla or even a Naughty Dog where they can, or even a Santa Monica where they can work on multiple things at the same time. Like, Sucker Punch has always been, I think, like, under, like, around the 150 mark. Like, they're not the biggest studio at Sony. So, like, it makes sense that they they kind of, like, for the people that they have at that studio, they really need to focus all their energy on sort of, you know, their next big project. Um so yeah, that made all, all all the sense in the world to me. But yeah, continue. Yeah, so I mean, uh, well, for, real for, real quick, uh, or what's right here? Sorry, I had to bring it up on my phone. Uh, Wayhex says, "I love your piece on slide two on Lognet, Jay." So shout oh, out, thanks, man. Shout out to your yeah, shout out to your your written piece on slide two and your commemoration. I did. I remember reading that. I had to actually bookmark in, in my in my list. It was a good. It was a good read. Um, but yeah, I mean, to to your point, yeah, I feel like it was it, it made sense again. It made sense for them wanting to focus all their one things, and the fact that they are such a, such a small studio, like you mentioned, just you know cements that fact. But uh, it really is baffling that even we're not even getting like a collection on PS Five or something like that, or something along those natures. Like even if we don't get a new game, even Pixel is you know what was rumored to be and is you know actually debunked right now that they're not working on a new Sly game or a new Infamous game is in the works, where the case may be. Even if that even if that stuff wasn't happening, I'll be fine with. I would just love a repackage on PS5 at the very least at this point, especially especially if Infamous One and Two in the Slide trilogy. Right now, you can play them through PS Now through streaming. But so your experience with PS Now is not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, and the thing is, I'm sub to the the PS Plus like the actual like premium tier. I have not tried out streaming yet, um, but I don't really have that much confidence that it'll be good so yeah. um but yeah other than that i i just i don't know i, I to be honest I, I i wish we were getting a repackage at the very least and i even told andrew gofar this too i think he's like a social media head at, at, at sucker punch yeah yeah i even mentioned in the tweet i was like hey man like it, that's cool but at, at least like some like remasters or something like that on ps5 would be really cool just for fans like longtime fans like myself and and you just to like have a way to play these games without meaning to old hardware or for streaming services or whatever the case may be. And he actually liked the tweet, so hopefully that message gets across and maybe something could be in the works where, you know, they fund like a project for a remaster or something like that. Yeah. And like the thing is that like and I, I feel like I don't know how you feel about this, but I know for me and I've been like beating this drum for, for a while on the podcast, is that like I I don't want maybe I'm on multiple minds of this because like, I don't want a Sly 5 um, because the way I don't acknowledge Sly 4, but like, I don't know, like a continuation, like that, that series ended so perfectly. Like Sly Cooper and me is, is such like the embodiment of like you like ending off a, a, a story, um, you know, before you get a little too greedy and, and, you know, retroactively just continue it for the sake of continuing it. Like, continuing a story when it does not need to be continued. Um, I feel the same way about Halo. Like, that should have ended at Halo 3. But with Sly Cooper, like, it, that 
that series ended perfectly with Sly 3. It should have never been picked up again with Sly 4 because I feel like Sly 4 ruined like those characters and, and all that stuff. And so my thing is that like I don't want a Sly 5 because I don't want to see like the Sly 4 sort of style be continued. So like I was championing like I'm way more down for like remakes of the original trilogy. Like, I, like that sounds music to my ears. But at the same time, like if Sly, if Sucker Punch was to come back to do a if if Sucker Punch did Sly Five themselves instead of a, a external studio, I may be more open to that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so so that's that's for Sly. Like I'm I'm more in favor of of you know remakes instead of like new entries in that series. That series should have ended with Sly Three. With Infamous, on the other hand, I think the really cool thing about that series is that, and they you know they they proved it with Second Son, is that you don't need to rely on on Cole McGrath. You know, there's there's you know True. conduits all over the world that you can go to. I mean, you know, in, in Infamous Two, they introduced Nyx, and they had that one character, that uh, girl with the the ice powers, I believe, too, on top of already meeting Cole. And then obviously in Second Son, you have people like Fetch and and Eugene. So like the cool thing about Infamous is that yeah, you don't have to keep going back to the well with you know the same characters that you can keep introducing. Like like what does a a uh, conduit, you know, look like in 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 Japan in terms of powers and and backstory and and stuff like that, or you know, what do the conduits in I don't know in in um in Mexico look like or or something like you could truly go do whatever you want with that franchise. I feel like so that's why I'm more kind of open to the idea of a continuation of Infamous and why that always made sense to me. Um, because I don't know that that universe just feels way more. It's not like a Jack and Daxter or a Ratchet and Clank or a Sly, where like literally those characters' names are on the box art, right? So you yeah. kind of always have to involve those characters. But yeah, the cool thing with Infamous is that like that universe is so expansive that you really could jump around and and kind of like focus on whoever you want, really. Um, so that's why, to me, the fact that there's no studio working on on that franchise, where it just feels like it's so ripe for for stories, um, is disappointing to me. How do you, how do you feel about the about Infamous specifically? Yeah, that was the one thing that again, I, I just want to go back to Infamous Two, uh, just on new modern Howard, just because that story, that's whole story, Cole McGrath in general, it's just yeah. really interesting. I could think it really serves, especially for now. Uh, especially for new players too. Like I think it, it's the thing is, if Miss Two was like so revolutionary, what it did for like having like multiple powers like in its environment and and the characters and how you choose a story, like it was so much fun. I don't and, know and understand people, why they, they don't want to revisit that. Not just in the new game, but just like in the package in general, just to kind of celebrate it again, you know. And and people, I feel like they always talk about like oh like the. Um, you know the jump from Assassin's Creed One to Assassin's Creed Two or Uncharted One to Uncharted Two, and I'm like, guys, look at Infamous One to Infamous Two. Like Infamous Two is a fucking great game, dude, compared to the to the first one. I mean, like the first one is is good as well, but like Infamous Two is just such a step up in like literally every department, man. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's still one of my favorites of all time. So I I just wish that. I wish I sucker punched. So again, I get it, but I, I really hope that Sony just reaches into their bag and their other studios that want that they want to work on for like ports or remasters, or whatever the case may be, and just 
go ham on these games, especially for those in general. I think it'd be really beneficial to them, especially since they have their whole service now. Like one of the things that they're going to be looking for is content, not just in live service, but in single player stuff too. Um, it, it wouldn't hurt to have like something like from their catalog that you know that was really beloved, especially. Um, I mean, the infamous games, Sly Cooper games, even the Ratchet and Clank games. Man, we don't even have access to those games essentially on on PS4 slash PS5 without streaming. So we should be getting in that too, you know. But and like, I feel like the big question is like, uh, like, and I, I, it, it makes total sense why why Sucker Punch like isn't working on those franchises. I'm I'm not even like questioning that angle of it, but like the big question is, and I'm and I'm sure Sony has asked themselves this question too. But like, who? who is like a good fit for those franchises i'm sure you could think of like some for for sly cooper but like for infamous like who do you even like realistically as a third-party partner like who do you realistically get to work on those games right like i i don't know if you know there's a lot of people who fit that 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 bill um you know and we go back to to sly 4 like they they got Sanzuru Games to work on on Sly Four, and that, for all intents and purposes, like sure, it was like, I guess it was fine, but like it didn't work for a lot of people. And <laughs> I don't want to be hyperbolic, but I feel like that game kind of killed the franchise. Like we haven't seen. No, anything that's since. that's that's hyperbolic. <laughs> no, that's, I'm, that's totally hyperbolic. You're, you're getting your emotions a little bit too much. That game is that game <laughs> that game is a good game. That game is a good is a fun PlayStation game. Especially a good Sly Cooper game. It's it's fun for what it is. Um, whether your story stuff is is definitely uh, more on the opinion side. I feel like you're you're more in that camp where it feels like people it kind of ruin the characters a little bit more. And um, I don't yeah, think yeah. you're I don't think you're wrong for that. Um, or I didn't really bother me that much when I played it. I, I think I went into it. People were like, uh, I guess fans were like more upset than usual. But the thing is, like fans are upset about every little damn thing. So you can't really please everybody. Um, Bro, people, they they. They made they made my boy Sly a dick. Uh, they made uh, Newsflash. He's a kleptomaniac raccoon. He's he's been a dick, man. Come on. <laughs> no, he's he's cool. He's he's charming, he's cool. dude. He's yes, he's, <laughs> he's charming, man. Oh, he's not supposed to be a dick. And then and then Murray, they did the the cardinal sin of like, oh, he's a fat character, so let's make him obsessed and, and with food and talk about food and eating all the time and him being hungry all the time and stuff like that, like. Like that character, like if you look at him, oh, at, and, and you know, and you know this man, like if you look at that character in Sly Two, the Sly Three, like the shit that Murray specifically was going through with what happened to Bentley and all that stuff, and and Murray kind of going on this walkabout journey, you know, with with the Gru and stuff like that, like that character is a lot deeper than, than people give him credit for. And then Sly Four comes around, and he's like, oh no, you know, oh, I love food. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So like, well, I know you definitely um, have a point. You definitely have a point. I think is because you mentioned it before, right? Where like you, they Sly Three ended so perfectly. Like they had these characters in a, in a way that their character arcs were kind of like it feels finished, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's where four comes in. It was like, well, how can we make this character even more in depth? And they decided to, well, let's play into the stereotypes. Because I think right, right. the biggest thing about Sly Five, right, was the gameplay. The gameplay was much more improved, and there's a lot more to do in that game than any other Sly game you could. Um, so I think yeah. that was the biggest focus, and the story definitely took a hit for that. And um, it feels like you know, time travel was also kind of just like an easy thing to do. And have stuff not make sense if that if that makes any sense. 
don't know. Yeah. Whenever it comes to a game in time travel, it's always messy. Like it's it's rarely a game it's that a, really takes it like in a good direction. I like the premise. I like the premise a lot. Right. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Especially like all these yeah. all these you know the answers that you've been hearing about for the, the past games, and you actually get to like go on missions with them. Like, that's freaking cool, man. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, again, it's the whole like, doing the characters right kind of thing, and I, I agree with you. But I don't think it ruined this series, man. I think <laughs> I, I think it, I think it definitely put like a, a black spot on the characters, um, especially after three and with Penelope. Uh, yeah. But with in regards to gameplay, I think it was it's one of like the best. It's what it's it's up there. Man, don't don't get me started on Penelope and her being the fucking villain. Man. Yeah. I know <laughs> you get so mad, and I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah man, i i do feel like that is the big question is like realistically like who do you get to work on on these franchises and right. again i just don't know if there's many teams out there that really fit that bill um so yeah i don't know it's 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 tough i understand why why people are are upset and and actually i don't so so this this kind of this kind of ties into what we'll talk about with god of war but like i i I really want to get your thoughts on this because with with both the God of War stuff and, and now the sly and infamous things that, that happened this past week, I kind of had this epiphany. Um, we as a community have to do better with these so-called, these quote-unquote insiders and, and, and leaks that we see on, on Reset Era. Um, I have to do better because I feel like I was really the one like I, I wanted to believe this so much that I feel like I was really the one trying to convince not only myself but you guys as well that like oh this is this is happening this this guy special Nick on reset era he he's he, you know he's gotten you know a couple things right you know with with leaks and things like that he could totally be trustworthy um so first of all I'm sorry about that that I was really <laughs> I was really championing this uh, and trying yeah, to convince you guys that I was the, losing sleep over this. <laughs> so so yeah i definitely apologize about that but like but yeah i i just think we need to do better about not like taking everything that is supposedly leaked and rumored with the biggest possible grain of salt and not taking them as 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 gospel because i think a lot of people did that with sly and infamous because we had been hearing about this for what the better part of a year i want to say that like oh sony is planning to do something with sly and infamous yeah. um the sly announcement is coming in the second half of 2022 guys get ready um and and then the thing is that like you know people have been you know this anticipation has been building and building and building for um you know all this time for the better part of a year and then when it gets you know nipped in the bud as and proven that hey the, we're not working on these at all it, you know people people are are looking to assign blame and for whatever reason they assign the blame to the to the developers instead of the, the idiots who are quote unquote insiders you know what i mean yeah so i don't know man i i just feel like we gotta we gotta be better at just like look at everything like with a skeptical lens man we just can't be like taking everything that we see on the internet as as gospel unless unless the actual developers are saying you know these things you know we we should we shouldn't be taking anyone else's word for for these kind of things like we should only be trusting like the developers like once it comes from the the like directly from the horse's mouth that's how we know that it's true otherwise i'm not going to believe in anything anymore so 
yeah, I just I just wanted to say that because it ties in the God of War thing. Um, but yeah, how do you how do you feel about you know, uh, you know, just leaks in general and and the this this you know with leaks and insiders and kind of thing. Yeah, this this era of of leaks on the internet is um is running rampant, man. People just want the clout or they actually have some form of access to these files. Um, and again, I would like to apologize too because I shared uh, snitch. Uh, Snitch's gif of God of War to you guys. And <laughs> you were specifically like, hey, man, I don't want to be spoiled. I'm like, ah, oh, man, you're probably right. Because, you know, this guy's been pretty on point. And it yeah. turns out that he, from what people are, are finding out, that he had access to unlisted YouTube videos, which is why he knew mm-hmm. what he knew beforehand. Interesting. So, so that's why he called, like, he again, he didn't call it, right? He didn't say what it was. He just pointed out hints of, like, hey, this might be happening, which is one of the things that they did was... uh was I think the state of play like he leaked, he leaked the list of state of play with Final Fantasy 16 and Resident Evil 4 and RE8 VR all that stuff beforehand apparently it's because he had the access to the unlisted YouTube which is makes sense same thing with the Crisis Core and now he probably saw something for PlayStation's God of War Ragnarok and was like oh man did that binary code one 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 zero whatever it was. Yeah, which yeah, apparently man. means 30. So people were saying, oh, June 30th, and they get an announcement, get an announcement. And um, lo and behold, nothing really happened because I think yeah. people got wind of it and, and they took the sales out of a lot of things. And this era, this era of leaks is just, it's, I'm glad that developers, I just say, I'm really glad what Sony Santa Monica did and not review anything because now it's really up in the air what's going to happen. You know, we're not expecting mm-hmm. anything anymore. In this era, this in this era of leaks, it's like really like we're expecting everything all the time. It gets leaked and it ruins the surprise. And I'm kind of over it, you know. Yeah. Any, any person that claims that they're a leaker or they're an insider, I just end up muting them at this point. Yeah. Or straight up blocking them because I, I don't want to see their stuff at all. Like I actually want to be surprised and having those genuine reactions, right? Like I. For me, I was doubting that Crisis Core Remaster slash Remake was going to be a thing anyways. So the reaction you saw on this channel was a genuine reaction. I really believe that that was never going to happen. You know, so that that to me was like no surprise. I didn't like, I wasn't in forums. I wasn't in spaces talking about it because I didn't want to get my hopes up. But for something like God of War, man, this one, this one took the cake, I'll say, for this past week, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and once again, like, I, I guess just my ultimate like word of advice to people who are getting upset over this like once again just like unless it's from the the like directly from the horse's mouth don't believe anything that you see on online like and that's like like pure and simple that's that's as as easy as like as, as i can make that yeah um, yeah i mean leaks it... leaks ruins my last of us 2 experience yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and and a lot of that was proven like not true yeah, yeah, but um, even you, you even remember... then, even then, the stuff that that was true, like it still it, it it made that game not less in my eyes, but it, like uh, it, it wasn't as enjoyable when I when I actually played it for myself. Yeah, but like, like you remember, yeah. you remember like there was a big you know uproar because uh, apparently Abby was trans and then apparently yeah, there was dude. a cult. There was a cult that was like against like what was it, like like uh, like queer people or Christianity or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, how um how the wisp was not the whispers um the scars the scars yeah how they were like a like a religious cult or whatever and yeah that was 
Yeah, people are, people are in their, their weird bag with that, man. They just really, really wanted to bring down Naughty Dog for whatever reason. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that is, uh, that's the whole Sly and Infamous thing. Um, I feel like if anything at all, this, this is giving me clarity. Like, in a way, I'm glad that they came out and, like, you know, d- dispelled these rumors because, like, even going back to PlayStation Showcase last year, like, if you remember that, that uh, Spider-Man 2 reveal, uh, the beginning of that trailer, like, it, it's like a very low voice talking. It kind of sounded like Cole, and then you see the lightning going up yeah. one of the, like, street lamps. Yeah. I my, my heart was beating. I was like, is this infamous, right? Yeah, I know, so, like, the same way. Yeah. So, like, at the very least, I'm glad that, like, okay, for the next showcase, we don't have to be like on the edge of our seat waiting for something that's clearly not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that we got that. I'm also glad that now we know not to uh, uh, special Nick, not to <laughs> not to listen to him anymore. <laughs> you know what Damn. I mean? Damn. Um, so I, I got to call him out because he was so he was really beating that drum, man. Uh, apparently Jeff Grubb was also beating that drum as <laughs> that drum as well. So. I'm looking at him with a side eye as well right now. Um, <laughs> oh man, you follow a lot of a lot of uh, leakers. What's going on here? Hmm. for god of war ragnarok and they're having a state of play announcement on the 30th and then Ooh. lo and behold you know santa Monica came out and said nothing's happening on that day <laughs> this man literally made a tweet he was like he was like at playstation playstation come on guys really <laughs> yeah i did see that yeah <laughs> i did and see like, that and everyone in the comments is just like cooking this man dude <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. Absolutely, I, that dude kind of came off as like a fake insider. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. But like he, like he's been, he's been like exposed as a fake insider who doesn't know anything for like months now, right? Yeah. So like, this, like wonton. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wonton didn't even have like a like a start, right? <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, people knew that this guy like for months now. This guy didn't know what he was talking about, and like. I really hope that this was like the 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 nail in the coffin for him because even like you know the last state of play with him getting things wrong, like there were still people in his comments like oh you know it's okay man you know <laughs> you know I mean, we we still believe you we'll get him next even, time right even with Jeff Keeley <laughs> coming in <laughs> in that guy's comments and saying oh better luck next time because the he, because the Robert was like God of War is gonna be at Summer Games Fest. And it wasn't in there. <laughs> Jeff Keighley was like, oh, better not look next time. <laughs> oh, man. That dude's had a bad past couple of months, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and he he had the audacity to blame PlayStation for him for him not knowing anything. Like, come on, man. Um, yeah, so. But again, that's why I love this energy of PlayStation and Sony Santa Monica. Where... Who knows? Maybe they did have something in the 30th, right? Maybe they did have like this big blowout of God of War Ragnarok with the release date, the collector's editions, all that jazz, right? They yeah. saw Twitter, which shows that they're listening, first of all. They saw Twitter and was like, nope, not going to do it. 
I, I kind of yeah. respect that, man. I kind of respect that. Maybe, man. Maybe. Um, but yeah, man. I guess that's that's it for for Sly and and Infamous. Um, it does suck, but at the same time, like again, like I feel like Sucker Punch. Like if anyone is mad at them, like like come on, like come on, like they they, and this ties back into Santa Monica, like. Both of uh, both of these teams have said nothing, nothing to make us believe that Sly and Infamous were even being worked on, or yeah. that for God of War that something was happening on June thirtieth. Like none of these teams have said anything. You know, this was all just purely speculation on on the people's part, on our part. Especially with uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart having like those those PlayStation cameos with Sly Cooper and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, we, like, we it took was, it the it was, we took the extra mile because we were excited. But yeah, it, it was it was purely fans just creating things out of nothing. Um, so again, like there's no reason for people to be mad at both of these teams when they have literally done nothing to to warrant the speculation in the first place. So right, you know, these teams have been quiet. <laughs> they have said like nothing about these things. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Sly and Infamous. Uh, this goes directly into the whole God of War fiasco this this past week. Um, oh, man, this one. I was wondering if this was going to be a topic, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we had to talk about this. We had to talk about this. Um, I don't know about you, man, but like I have never seen anything like this in like the gaming community. Like, uh, like how about you? Do you remember anything like this happening? I mean, as far as like dev harassment and stuff like this, where it's just like over over something as dumb as a release date, and then yeah, yeah, like yeah, go ahead. Oh, man, um, no, man, not even not even the Final Fantasy VII fandom. I mean, the Final Fantasy VII fandom is pretty wild, especially with their like takes on like who should be with who who what character should be with what character. They're pretty like hardcore that kind of stuff and really really bad. Um, yeah. But most of that fan base is just really horny. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly for characters in the game, not for deaths of the game. That we're seeing like these random Twitter people uh, for devs that still in the market, which is just, like so fucking weird. But I've never seen this kind of obsession over a release date for a game that I think of. No, I can't, I can't think of any. Yeah. So uh let's see and you you may need to help me out with this but um yeah so essentially this past week um actually i want to say for like maybe the middle of june we've been hearing rumblings of something happening on june 30th or or even before that right i think even jason schreier got into it a little bit saying that like something was happening at the end of the month with that he's heard that something's happening at the end of this month with God of War. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense Tom because Henry... of the whole, like, we were talking about with Gene before, of, like, the marketing rollout, and if they don't announce anything by the end of June, then maybe God of War is getting delayed. So, like, we were kind of, like, setting ourselves up for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think even Tom Henderson, you know, was talking about this, too, about something happening at the end of the month. Um, yeah. So that's really where it started. So, obviously, for, like, I want to say about, like, two weeks in into the month, um, or, or like after that month, it's just kind of been like this slow like buildup of anticipation of people, you know, anticipating 
something God of War related finally coming, right? People have been waiting since September of last year. Uh, they've been quiet for the better part of, what, like, eight or nine months, I want to say. Um, so people are getting antsy, and then they hear rumblings that something's happening in June. And, you know, now, you know, they're they're getting excited. They're getting excited for the prospect of, of God of War finally kind of coming out of the shadows and, and you know, showing new gameplay, having a state of play, having a release date, right? Uh so yeah, it's all of this anticipation, it's all of this build-up, weeks and weeks of build-up and anticipation. Um, so that's that's sort of like the context. And then we kind of get closer to that June 30th date. And you even even like before the 30th and like before the 29th, we, we start seeing uh, some developers, specifically women in at, at Santa Monica, talking about... Um, how people are coming into their DMs and asking about like the release date and and things like that. Um so so again, people are getting really really antsy and then I think I want I want to say and you remind me but like a few days before the 30th, I think Corey comes out and say like and and says like squashes that rumor that like no, like nothing's happening like tomorrow or or something along those lines, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's around there. He he, he's definitely been on the ball when it comes to like what people are saying. So, right. Um. So yeah, there's there's that. He comes out and and squashes it, and then this, like, total like hysteria because people have been again fabricating things that don't exist in their mind for weeks now, and then the moment when they're told that 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 they have been excited and have been anticipating. That they've been excited for nothing. The moment they've been they've been told that, they get mad. They want to assign blame because you know they've been creating stories in their head, and when it amounts to nothing, they want to assign blame to somewhere. And of course, they're going to assign that blame to the development team, who again, just like Sucker Punch, have said nothing, have said nothing to make people believe that anything was happening on the thirtieth in the first place. Uh, they want to assign blame to them instead of assigning blame to these supposed leakers who started who who got the ball rolling in the first place with with all of this nonsense um so yeah um i don't know my mind is all over the place with this um i'll start i'll start with the fact that like first of all to these <laughs> i was about to use, to use some choice words but let's <laughs> let's let's say let's let's call them like <laughs> these losers let's just let's just as, as what they are so yes continue yes these these losers who have certainly <laughs> do not know the gentle caress of a, of a woman in their entire life <laughs> <laughs> um who have never seen a, a, a woman naked in their entire oh, life oh man <laughs> i call them out oh god <laughs> um do you and i was talking to them directly do you Honestly, like look at yourself in the mirror. Do you honestly believe that if you <laughs> jump into the, uh, the development team's DMs and you ask them nicely, please, please, I've been such a big fan of God of War all my life. Can you please tell me the release date? No matter how much you beg, no matter how much you ask, Mister Twitter user number twenty-seven with with fifteen followers on your account, do you truly believe? That people who have been working four years on a project would 
would just out, out of the blue because you asked them nicely will give you something as intimate as a release date just because you asked nicely mm. like get the fuck out of mm. here man <laughs> why the fuck would they do that and like i saw and cory like responded to one of these people but like on on twitter the other day like one person was like uh, uh like hey cory like you don't have to tell me the release date but can you please tell me something that we that i don't know about about god of war ragnarok um <laughs> you could be as, as vague as you want i'll figure it out yeah <laughs> like he tweeted he tweeted cory that and i'm like what <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i'm like 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 guys <laughs> calm the fuck down like like I don't, I, I, I don't know man I, I i just don't know like these people and these people are like grown men they're grown men <laughs> I, like, I, I i don't get it dog I, so I'm, saying, I'm trying to stay open twitter as much as i can now because after this whole week i was like all right dog like the thing i was already starting like my twitter purge like the past couple weeks um and, and this week especially but after this yeah man i don't know what's the point anymore it seems like it seems like a lot of people just want the clout they just like I love reaching that one reason why I love Twitter because I can actually talk to devs, right? I have the I have the I have the moment where I can actually comment on their work or to have some form of interaction with them to let them know like, hey, I love your stuff. You're doing great. You're doing a great job. And some of them recognize it, others don't. Whatever the case may be, but the point is like I have the interaction with them. That's what makes Twitter really cool. People take it to a whole new fucking direction with. They just want to exploit, right? They just they just want the clout. They just want people. They just want a response. And so, like, reaching out to devs or sending them weird pictures online just for a yeah. release date of a game is seems like it's... Not even seems like it is. It's, it's a stretch and it's mental illness, man. They and, shouldn't be and, on the internet. And touching and touching, touching on that... On, I probably shouldn't say touching on that. But but speaking <laughs> on, that, on that point specifically... Yes, uh, I, 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 understand, I understand where you're going from. <laughs> But but oh man, I was about to say bouncing off that point. <laughs> Let me not say that one either. <laughs> but but continuing off of that point, yes. like to these to these absolute fucking losers, do you honestly believe that if you send you know these developers unsolicited pictures of of yourself to them, that they're just gonna be so impressed, so impressed by 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 your pictures that they're gonna be like, wow, you know what? Yeah, you do deserve to to know the release of God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> I just don't. I just cannot fathom the line of thinking with 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 that action specifically. I cannot. I cannot even begin to place myself in a person's shoes. Who who truly believe that that was a good idea, uh, or that that would in some form or fa or some form or or faction, uh, uh, like sway these developers into being like, oh yeah, you know what, yeah, you know what, sure, yeah, here's the here's the release date. Like I I just <laughs> I just don't understand the like like it is truly insanity, dude. <laughs> it truly is. Dude, it's it's I think it really just comes. I don't know, man. I don't want to give these people any sort of excuse to their actions whatsoever, because a lot of them are just dumb and stupid. Like, that's just a fact. Others are just, like, completely misguided, like, how they interact with people, and that just bleeds into social media. But to think that it was, again, to think that it was, like, an amazing idea to send to send a dick pic to a developer yeah. just for whatever reason that you want to know more information on God War Ragnarok, like, that's, like... 
I don't know, man. You should you you shouldn't be at li- online at that point. Like who who yeah. who's your parent? Who's your guardian? And who's looking it's, at your stuff? Because they're not looking at it, it enough. It's like absolutely fucking disgusting, and it makes me like ashamed to even like be a part of this community when I hear shit like that. Um, Facts. And it kind and it kind of goes into this idea of like like the community is constantly asking for developers to be oh we want more transparency from you guys and. And blah blah blah, but then shit like this happens, and I completely understand why developers don't go aren't 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 on Twitter, or they don't talk about what they're working on. Yep. Or or you're someone like Corey Barlog who takes goddamn four months off of Twitter, you know? Yeah. And he <clears> comes this, back and, and he still gets shit, man. And and like this, uh, I, I follow this uh, this previous Naughty Dog dev. Uh, she was at the studio for like ten years or something like that. Like that, and she—I think she just left within like the last year or something like that. Uh, she's done great work um, at that studio. Uh, she's really, really cool. And she tweeted when this stuff was happening. She was like, "Yeah, when I was at Naughty Dog for ten years, like that. Th- th- <laughs> this is specifically the reason why I didn't talk about like you know my work and and things like that, and why my Twitter account is pretty much just a Resident Evil fan page, right? It's pretty much because of shit like this." Like I totally under I get it I totally get it. Yep. Yeah, I, I know. It's I, yeah, it's, I it's especially if you're a woman in this industry, right? Like yeah. this, like this is like rampant. It's 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 to, it's to a point where it's absolutely freaking disgusting. What's what you see and what happens? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I I just I don't know, man. It it was like a really and like Corey, you know, he he talked about you know just like. These are these are people literally making the things that we love, right? And like I I just I feel like it's just like the decent human being kind of thing to do, to treat the people that are creating the things that we love with some respect, you know? I don't that maybe that's just me, but No, I'm but, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the exact yeah. same way, which is why like I would hold I wouldn't hold these developers on a pedestal, right? But I would have yeah. some form of like celebrity, like uh, um, starstruck, if I were to meet them, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, but the thing is, like, I I, I have the decency and respect to know that, hey, they're people too. You know, they, exactly. They they have lives, and and they a lot of them are just shy in general. Um, which is why when I saw like Yogoshi Mamoru, who's like the composer for Kingdom Hearts, when I went to the Kingdom Hearts concert, I saw her on the street, and I freaked the fuck out. But I was with my friends at the time, and I, I didn't. I freaked out just to myself. I was like, "Oh my god, there she is! She's right there! She's right there!" Yeah. But the thing is, like, I didn't like run up to her and be like, "Can I get a picture? Can I get this? I'm such a big fan!" Like, no, like she was doing her own thing. She was walking down the street. She just wanted to get to the stadium and chill out for a little bit before the concert. You know, like yeah. and a lot of people just don't have that mentality now. And um, and when it comes to the and it comes to the developer, I just I just have that form of respect for them that they are their own people and that. Again, like anyone else, they probably just want to be left alone, or when they interact with people and they enjoy that spotlight with their fans, then they want to they want to make sure that uh, you know, it's in it's in a safe way and it's actually in a fun way and not anything hostile. Because there's one thing we learn, man, these these people can be really like cruel, especially developers, yeah. you know. Yeah, and like we we kind of talked about this last week with the whole Roe v Wade stuff, um, but like. 
these developers are they're human beings man they're living breathing human beings they're not they're not machines working in in the coal mines or you know in in a conveyor belt or or you know something like like that you know like they're real people with thoughts opinions and and emotions and things like that and i feel like we should we should treat them as such you know so you yeah, know man. just just mm-hmm. just treating them as you know a means to an end or or as they are solely you know kind of the the vehicle that gets us the things that we want is is fucking wrong man it's fucking wrong yeah you've um, seen you've seen a lot of that in the past couple of years and it's again it's for people yeah. that just don't know better or they just don't have the decency which is like it's so baffling to me like again like i i, I wonder where like the, the respect is for like for some developers um i get like not having some form of respect for publishers right like yeah. ea yeah. <laughs> or when they want to pull off like some scummy shit with you because you know what at the end of the day what they really want to do is just to make money but for developers the people that are making the stuff that want the stuff to be really cool and just want to like enjoy that with other people like that's what it's all about that's what gaming's been all about so why not show that same people the respect for the people that are making this stuff like I, I don't know, man. It, it again it just baffles me that a lot of people will get more of the uh, developers will get more shit than the actual like big wigs, uh, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was just like I, it was just a fucking weird week, man. Like what what a weird week. Um, and then like I I just don't understand. Like we have been this game was announced in in twenty twenty one, right? Um. 20, was it 2020? I think it was 2020 that it was announced. It was announced um, at it was announced at the same um, PlayStation 5 event, I think, right? It was the the September showcase that with the one that was the one that had that revealed uh, Final Fantasy 16 for the first time. Right, right. So yeah, that was September 2020, I want to say. Um, but the point is, is that like, so yeah, we it hasn't even been two years yet. Uh, it will be two years in September of of this year, yeah. um, so we've known about this game for like a, a year, about like a year and a, half, a little over a year and a half now. Um, and like, I'm just like, there's nothing wrong with being patient, man. Like we've been patient for for all this time. Like, what's wrong with like if we have to wait another week, another month, another two months? Who cares, man? <laughs> like we've been patient for a year and a half. What's what's an extra month or or two months? On top of that, you know what I mean? Like, just be patient. They will tell us when they're ready. You know, when they have yeah. something to say, they will they will say it. You know, until then, like, uh, until then, just 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 be patient. You know, that's really all that I can say. Like, I don't. Again, like, it was just so weird. Like, I I just I've never seen anything like this, where. Over a release date, man. Over a goddamn release date. Like, this is all a game that you guys are gonna play anyway. So why do you got? Why do you need to know the release date so bad? Like, you know, you know what's gonna happen is that like they'll tell us the we'll know the release date at the end of the trailer or something like like that. Everyone's like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Day and one, they cool. go on their merry and, way. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that's it. That's it. Yes. <laughs> that's it. That, yeah, so I, like, like, I think that, again, this is more seems about like clout for points of what's coming out in 2022 more than anything. Talking points, right? Like, IGN's got to get in their bag. The Twitter guys got to get in their bag. But continue. No, like I mean, that's 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 really all I have to say. Like, I don't understand. You know, it's it's such a small like little petty thing for something that like 
does the release date even like matter that much to warrant all of this bullshit because this is all something you guys are gonna play day one so like if this game was coming out in in november 2022 or if it was coming out in november 2024 you guys know you're gonna play it anyway so like why do you guys why are you guys dying to know this so much like i don't <laughs> understand dude. yeah no, it's, it's for me it's like uh it's again it will, it, it will come when it comes you know what i mean so like especially with stuff with the games that i was really excited for um and for me it's like i have games i could play too man like i know i know people in this community play games i know they can i know they have the backlog i know they have other stuff they can play that you don't need to look forward to every new thing every time i think people are just really anticipating this game because it's following up as like one of the greatest games of the past generation which is fair but at the same time like why not give it the time that it needs to really to really be something great and to be something that like really really worth exciting about and it, that anticipation is almost as exciting as like the game releasing anyways or like knowing the release date in, in general so i understand why people can't just really enjoy that you know what i mean like the anticipation and the mystery of not knowing is exciting and it's fun and we can just speculate and, and all those kind of things, but it, it goes really too far when people are really obsessive about it and they they want to know every little thing about the game before it releases. Like you you don't need to know about every little thing. It's 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 worthwhile because you you know, you're making a informed decision on your purchases and stuff like that. But if you're really excited in the first place, it'll come out when it comes out and you can look forward to that. You know, I, again, that that part is ex as exciting to me as getting the game in my hands and playing it because and like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like the funny thing is too, is that like, <laughs> like knowing the release date isn't going to make the game come out quicker. <laughs> like, no, nope. you're still guess like, guess what? Once you know the release date, guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to wait. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like I, I get more excited about seeing the game than even like knowing the release date, so to speak. And I guess I kind of like it's, I'm a little hypocritical because I saw more of Silk Song, right? But then my immediate thing was like, all right, but where is it? Like, when is it coming out? I mean, and my yeah. reaction to that was specifically because Silk Song has been a project that's been development for quite a long time. And everyone's been waiting. So the last, next thing I want to know is when it is coming out. But I'm not up Team Cherry's ass wondering where this game is. Like, it'll come out when it comes out. Yeah, and for sure. I, f I feel like the wait for Ragnarok was a lot less at this point. And even then, they went through COVID. They had a lot of things they had to deal with for this right? game to ship out when it shipped out. And, and like, uh, and like, to, like and to that point, yeah. and like to that point, like, isn't that crazy? Like, just comparing Ragnarok to 2018, like, that game was announced in, in 2016, and you know, we had to wait, or even something like, like, like last of us part two like comparing that like that game was announced in 2016 and then they came out in 2020 like be be grateful that it isn't a situation like that like the wait from release to or from the announcement to release has been relatively short which i think is rare you know nowadays yep. you know with especially with how far in advance games are announced so like be grateful that we didn't have to wait like fucking three years for this game you know that it's coming out like relatively soon after it was announced so like yeah i i i don't know man um so i, wa I wanted to bring up this this tweet from captain kuba on on twitter who's like a big god of war fan and like when he tweeted this out like i was like fuck man like i 
yeah, like he's absolutely right. So he said that, like, to the God of War fans, that you guys are investing so much into this unreleased game that if Santa Monica does something in the story that you don't agree with, it's going to break you mentally. And like, I, I agree. I'm, I'm scared for when this game comes out because people are putting so much like. I feel like they're revolving in their entire lives around this. And, like, they're putting so much into themselves just about this fucking release date that, like, yeah, I, I do agree that I feel like once this game comes out, like, the anticipation and the hype is getting, like, almost cyberpunk levels. Almost. And, like, I feel like if, if, God, if like, Godspeed, if Kratos were to die in this game... Godspeed to all those developers at Santa, at Santa Monica because that is something that they will not recover from. Yeah. Like almost, almost like I, I almost feel like this is gonna be another Last of Us situation, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm nervous for when this game comes out. Like I, I feel like it's just in one way or another, it's gonna be torn apart from like the smallest things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we already saw before with one of the characters. Uh, what was her name? Uh, you know more about this about about the lore and stuff like that than I do. But one of the characters <clears throat> that was uh, gosh, she was revealed at the end of the like the last trailer. Oh, uh, Angraboda. Angraboda, yeah. When she's revealed to just to be the character, like uh, be a black woman, and people yeah. were flipping out over that. Like that was again. It was one of those things. Like it was one of those things in the gaming community. Just like, why are you guys like this? Or or even or even or being <laughs> being a little a little big boy, you know, a little big boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The character, yeah, when I was real, yeah. Again, I I just don't get it, man. I really don't get it, and I feel like again we're getting realm into this. We're getting to the realm of Last of Us Two, where people are just going to be absolutely vitriolic with like the change and like the story and the characters, where the case may be, and uh, it's it's not going to be good, man. Like it honestly makes me really scared for like those developers um, of what's gonna happen that week, and I really hope that the positivity outweighs all the negativity because it's gonna happen, right? The negative, the negative comments are going to happen. The crazy stuff is going to be out there, but I really hope the positivity around the game just completely drowns it out, and uh, people just don't really people don't give attention to those tweets either because that's the one thing that I see more than anything. People love to quote tweet to dunk on dumb people. Just don't quote tweet at all, man. Just scroll by, you know. If, if it yeah, you know, if it don't if it don't what's the, what's the term um uh if it don't apply if it don't apply uh I forgot don't the term apply or something yeah something like that yeah if if you don't apply just let it fly yeah exactly that's the term if you don't if it don't apply let it fly it's just if you, if you if you just don't interact with it that's the thing I've seen way too many hot takes this week that I could have quoted you be like wow this is a stupid argument this is a stupid point but I'm not even gonna bother because why why do that. You know, yeah. and instead, instead tweet about the negativity, tweet about the positivity, excuse me, and uh, the stuff that you love. That's it. Keep it moving. We need yeah, more of that. Sure. And like I do, and like to your earlier point, like I do hope that like, and I think they do know that this is like such a minuscule, small portion of the of the community, albeit a very vocal one, but they they're a very small percentage of the community. It sucks that they even exist and, and I hate that they do. But like, I, my hope is that like the vast majority of the community is, you know, loving and supporting and, and actually respectful to the devs. And I think they do know that, 
but it just it just sucks that you know that this week it was like the polar opposite that the 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 major voice that they were hearing was from you know that you know the the fucking that crowd that is just full of absolute fucking losers yeah. um but yeah it's it's unfortunate and then, and then that like that also ties to i don't know if you saw the um the monkey island stuff yeah i did see but, that yeah. Um, yeah so like that director he said he's no longer going to talk about his game like on social media because of online abuse <laughs> it's like i didn't and, think the love so, of monkey island was that strong man <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i'll be real and, and like there was this one quote uh that like really really hit me hard uh that he that he said in his sort of like announcement or whatever but he said uh quote unquote the joy of sharing has been driven from me that fucking sucks man like can you imagine that yeah. like something that you've worked years and years on that you're super proud of and you've become you've gotten to a point where like I, like you you just don't even care about sharing it or getting on the rooftops and like screaming from the rooftops and talking about it just because like you're immediately going to be hit with online abuse the moment that you start talking about it or the moment that even you even start showing a little bit of 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 pride in your work like that fucking sucks man yeah yeah especially something that you're so close with yeah i know it's i know it's it's sad honestly yeah um so i mean i guess i guess we could put a a pretty little <laughs> a bow on the, on that conversation man because um yeah i i don't know man i it was just a really gross week to be honest man like it it i guess i shouldn't be surprised but at the same time just like the way that it just like it was definitely like bubbling like under the surface for a while but the way that it just all came at once like like a goddamn hurricane just like all in one fell swoop like i don't know it was it was shocking but it, but it, in some ways it wasn't shocking at the same time but yeah it was just really gross man and like i implore people to just be fucking respectful of the people that create the things that we love like simple as that man yeah yeah it, it, there's no there should be no need for sony santa monica to release like a twitter statement like they'd done before yeah. um you know, just the past day, I shared that too with you guys yesterday. I think it was, um, yeah. and yeah, it's, there's there's really there's really no need for it. There's really no need for this kind of negative and vitriolic and absolutely insane behavior. And I think as a community, we should do better about uplifting personal vo or positive voices more than downplaying the negative voices. Um, yeah. I mean, that in the sense of giving attention, not essentially like you know minimizing the negative stuff, but um, just stop giving a ton of attention to those negative stuff because while it is important to address it and to be like, hey, this is not this is not right. Um, a lot of stuff gets a lot more traction and it gets a lot more talk uh, than the positive stuff. It seems like and I get, I guess we're kind of contradictory a little bit because we're talking about it here, but it's also the fact that it's our community too. It's a place in community, and we're just saying y'all should know better. Um, yeah. And again, if like sort of at the end cap to like my point here is to use your social media for for good man use it for positive sp positive stuff and i i said i'm trying to make that change more and more now instead of reacting to like all like the bad stuff really just tweeting positive things and i started that with horizon forbidden west instead of interacting with those elden ring versus horizon posts i kept seeing and kept being very annoyed by earlier in the year i just kept posting more horizon stuff 
because this game is great and the graphics are amazing and the storytelling is awesome and the quests are so layered and intricate and I love this part and I love the gameplay. Like there's so many things to love about that game that that's all I did about it instead of just retweeting and arguing with people why it's better than Elden Ring or whatever stupid things like that, man. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter, man. It really doesn't. Yeah. And also like on top of that, like I feel like <laughs> this will be the last thing I'll say before we move on. But like I feel like this level of investment into whether it be a game or especially a platform, but specifically a game, whatever the case may be, that like this level of investment, it, it, not only will it lead you to disappointment, but at the same time, it's not healthy, man. It is yeah. not healthy to like literally like to be so desperate to know of something so little as as a release date man like go out <laughs> go outside <laughs> like jog touch some grass go to the park <laughs> go to the grocery store watch a movie do something man yeah take it but from like, the final fantasy fanatic and king of kingdom hearts man i love my stuff i love it you guys know yeah. i don't shut up about it but I'm not going to like Eric's voice actors DMs being like, "Hey, you did such a great job. Oh, I can't wait for Rebirth." But no, like leave her the fuck alone, bro. She's doing her own thing. Everyone's doing their own thing. Like it's like, okay. Like find find other things to like fill in the gaps while while you wait. Like occupy your time with other things. Like it, it's just not healthy yeah. to be this invested into into something like this. So invested that you're literally sending unsolicited pictures of yourself. Because you want to know something about the game, like it's it's not fucking healthy, man. So that's the last thing I'll say on 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 this. Um, I hope that those devs have a better week next week. Um, yeah, it was cool seeing some of uh, PlayStation Studios, you know, kind of rally behind Santa Monica and you know really support them. Um, For real. And yeah. I, I didn't mean Naughty Dog. They they know this feeling better than anyone. So it was nice seeing them kind of really get behind them as well. Um, for sure. But yeah, man. That is that is that for the whole God of War nonsense this past week. Um, and shout out to Corey Barlog, too. That man, he takes the punches. And I, I give him all the respect for coming back and still finding a good fight. You know? Yeah, he's he's a great... He, I mean, I, I think he proved for sure, like, this week. He's he's a great leader, for sure, uh, for that team. And I, I don't know if you, if you stall... Um, but one of his tweets, uh, he did, you know, and we've we've known this, but you know, he did kind of confirm again that he is not directing Ragnarok. That's Eric Williams, but he's kind of sort of like the studio director now. So yeah, he's not like I'm sure he's like overseeing, you know, some things here and there on on Ragnarok, but he's not working on Ragnarok. Um, so again, that's you know, which is smart. More I, th I, think, I think that's for the best, honestly. And again, I think that's that's further evidence that yeah, he is you know he's working. And it, I mean, he has said that he is working on something else. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, but yeah, I, th I think that. I think that's definitely for the best, especially with what he went through with his journey with God of War. Um, it must be nice to just sort of have like this creative hand in the in the mixer, but not be the sh the steer of the ship. Yeah, so to speak. and also like, and they talked about this in the in the september showcase last year but also like it's you want to get like a fresh perspective um you know for for you know in in the directorial kind of position right like um i don't know i feel like 
sometimes it can be good to have one director across you know like an entire trilogy or or, or something like that but oh like, yeah star wars is like so evident of that right um and then you kind of have like the opposite of that where you have jj abrams from one movie and then ryan johnson back to jj abrams and then nothing feels connected at all they just feel like three standalone movies but with god of war i'm, I'm a little bit more trusting that you know, there is definitely an overall vision and goal here but i'm interested to see in what ways does a Eric Williams directed God of War differ from a Corey Barlog directed God of War? Because like, they're not going to feel entirely the same, you know, because if Corey, Corey was, you know, directing both of them, then they kind of would feel a little bit the same. Um, but yeah, I want to, I'm interested to see how it's going to feel different under, underneath Eric. Um, it could feel different in a bad way or it could feel different in a good way. So who knows, man? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I would say that the creative, like I'm sure the creative seeds are even planted. And just a matter of like, a director is much more than just like how the direction of a game goes and how it's played, stuff like that. It's really more on the leadership role for the entire team. And I think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's more that's definitely important in keeping like that same theme throughout. And then the producer comes in and say like, hey, let's stay on track with like certain things in our schedule and stuff like that. So I I think they'll they make a great team, and we'll see the end result with with Ragnarok. I think we have nothing to worry about. Yeah, and he and Eric Williams has literally been at the studio since God of War One. So I, yeah, I I trust him. So, same, um, same. yeah, so I yeah. and real quick, I did love that interaction between Corey and uh, and Phil Spencer on on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. That 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 was some good good energy that you know I needed to see from this entire situation. So I was happy to see that. Even even you know Corey Barlow who says like yeah go play Xbox games go play PC games I can't wait for this that and the third and then Phil Spencer to come and be like oh yeah man like I can't wait for God of War like you guys are doing great stuff you're a great leader like that's the kind of energy I want to see man I love that stuff we just need more of that in our in our in our community yeah um so the last thing that we can talk about is uh ea in in the middle of all of this uh ea had themselves uh, a bit of a week um mm. <laughs> i don't know if you saw this <laughs> oh man let's let's just say that uh <laughs> let's just say they went out for a barbecue and they're the ones that got cooked yes sir um good so, good, good good i needed that too <laughs> <laughs> so um essentially uh was it yesterday or was it Thursday? It was somewhere around that time frame. They tweeted out, they are, quote unquote, they are a 10, but they only like playing single player games. Yeah, this dumb Twitter trend that I'm seeing. Yeah. So this this got 16.5 thousand quote tweets Damn. and 31 thousand likes. Damn. Jesus <laughs> um, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what was what was really crazy is that like you had you know people like Paul Tassi, like essentially ratio them, and he said, "Understandable, you are unfamiliar with the concept of tens. That hurt. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that hurt. Um, and then you had you had Young, yeah, literally bringing up receipts of like games like Anthem." Madden, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Battlefield 2042, showing all of their Metacritics. Um, oh, yikes. Let's see here. 54, <laughs> 68, 68, and 68, respectively. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and then, like, the thing that really sucked and I actually kind of felt bad was that you actually saw, like, EA developers, like, I don't know if you saw this, but, like, commenting and quote-tweeting this. 
I'm just like saying like like but we're making a single player for you guys right now <laughs> <laughs> and being and being like man this fucking sucks <laughs> you know this it so just like, reminded me of that loser in 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 from the South Park episode uh that was playing World of Warcraft that like that character <laughs> Yeah. It's it reminded me of that character, and then yeah, he just said that that's like all oh, this sweet Bobby the banger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was and like uh, one of the like an environment artist who used to work at uh, Santa Monica, uh, and she like she literally just uh, went over to work at Respawn, and uh, you know what? Let me see. <laughs> let me see if I got what she tweeted. But yeah, it was basically like like she saw that tweet and she was like she was like fuck man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can get her tweet. Um, it's wild stuff, man. I don't understand the mentality around this one. They did, sometimes these companies do way too much. Um, we're starting to see it with Radio Shack now being super horny in the timeline. Yeah. Uh, and I shout out to Wendy's, man. Shout out to Wendy's for starting this whole meme culture with uh with social media companies yeah uh okay so she so she said uh guess i'm a 10 and also another 20 for working on a single player game for y'all so like <laughs> yeah like it sucks man <laughs> like if you're if you're at respawn or bioware man like that fucking sucked to see i bet um especially yeah. like there was there was a bunch of shade from past uh bioware devs um who were like specifically like the ones who like went off and created like their own studio like i saw some of them that were just like absolutely fucking like they like they said specifically like so fucking tone deaf or you know just like dragging ea through the mud there was like one uh visceral dev um who was like talking about how like you know well you guys shut down you know my studio you know things like that so yeah it was, it was crazy just seeing like people from all different directions you know coming at them i want to ask you what do you think happened to the person who tweeted that <laughs> let me tell you man i i work for a news organization and we do social media social posts go through at least two people the minimum before they're posted mm -hmm. so i have no idea if this is the one solo tweet that someone's like oh i'm gonna send this out it's gonna be really good I want to go part of the mean culture, or whatever the case may be. I don't know, man. But let me just tell you right now, that was a really dumb decision, <laughs> and and they're probably getting some flack for that. Yeah. You know, they're not they're gonna be fired, but they're yeah. they're definitely gonna be like, you need to think twice before you like really indulge like in these this meme culture for tweets. Because let me tell you one thing, that was one thing to not tweet. I was completely tone deaf, and you could tell that that person probably just started working at EA. Probably, man. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, you have to be, like, really tone deaf to, like, even tweet that, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Like, you, you gotta know the company's history, man. Like, come on. Oh. But, um, yeah, and man. That's, so... that's, 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 and that's so deceiving, too, because there's some companies, that, there's some video game companies that even I apply to. Well, they really want you to know, like, the, the, the company's lineage and history. Yeah, know? yeah. So and, and and it makes sense because it comes with, like with its own culture and its own sort of uh, mood. And well, it makes it makes yeah. sense so you can avoid things like this. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. That's that's EA. They had themselves a week as well. Um, <laughs> they definitely did. 
this so this is actually something that i don't know if it just broke but it's something that i didn't know about and i'm just seeing an article about it now um and we don't have to spend a lot of time with this and we can wrap up the podcast after this but um so the writer behind deus ex and um she and the guardians of the galaxy uh she just moved to uh to bioware so she's you would assume mm. hopefully mass effect but probably more than likely like i don't know like dragon age maybe or maybe she's gonna work on both that'd be cool but anyway her name is uh mary the marl um and she spent more than a decade at idos montreal building the deus ex universe and then obviously she was like the lead writer for guardians of the galaxy um so that's a pretty cool get for for bioware i think like i remember i think it was dice somewhere or bafta maybe um guardians of the galaxy won like best narrative um at, at bafta or, or dice I mean, it was it was one of those award shows and mm-hmm. like she was the one like accepting you know uh you know the award and you know uh, making a speech and, and whatever so yeah she she's i mean she's one of the people responsible for how good the banter was in that game i know me and you have sung our praises for for guardians so hell yeah having someone like that on you know the next big bioware game i think is only a plus to be honest yeah 100 percent. yeah i really hope it's mass effect man because i really want that series to come back and it's and it's all all this glory i feel like it's time you know yeah yeah me too um so yeah that is pretty much it in terms of uh topics so we can we can go ahead and wrap the podcast up um in our time since uh starting uh today's episode we got another subscriber so that's pretty cool um so yeah without further ado uh actually before we get started with outros uh once again want to actually you know remind everyone to go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel uh we're we're almost there almost at 100 man so uh yeah we appreciate all the support man help us um, get to 100 so we can customize our url and you can really start going places <laughs> you gotta stop saying that man <laughs> <laughs> it's true i'm so excited so i am so excited about customizing url buddy oh, i want to do, do it also check us out on spotify we're on there as well so yes sir um so yeah let's get started with these outros macho go ahead and start things for us yeah, man. So it's, it's full on DNF dual uh, training up until the until the new tournament in the beginning, of, or at least the uh, what is it, July sixteenth or fourteenth, one of those days. Uh, so I'm I'm just straight up playing more DNF dual, more Capcom collection as well, because I'm I'm really just enjoying going with the entire entire thing there, the entire package, and just playing all the Dark Souls games. And then um, I don't know, this week is might it might be it might be more chill than usual. I'm trying to really just sort of. Uh, what's the word? Like we're de-stress, I guess the word from work and just wedding planning and all this stuff. So I'm finding a lot of uh, a lot of tranquility in, in fighting games right now, and Final Fantasy XIV especially, especially with all the new quests that are going to be added in soon. Uh, and yeah, man, I think that thing that's about it. I've just been enjoying watching shows too, watching the boys, watching more Miss Marvel as well. Great shows, loving those. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Just enjoying the summer, man. Also, today, I'm going to force myself after the podcast, going to the gym. I skipped yesterday. Nice. Nice. So, after the podcast, I know we love gaming and we love sitting in our butts and watching shows and movies. But, man, let's, let's keep active, especially this summer. Let's stay active, get up and jog, get up and walk around, or whatever case may be, walk around your neighborhood, go on the elliptical, go on the treadmill, whatever case may be, stay active, man. It's, in order to keep gaming, we got we got to keep active. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so for me, um, probably won't be playing anything. Um, yeah, just just I'm just in one of those moods again where I don't feel like playing anything really. Um, you got anything in the docket so, for the next like couple months or? I mean, you know, uh, Stray is coming out this month, so and I'm real. I'm actually like really interested in that. So yeah, I'll oh, okay. I'll definitely play that when it comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah. aside from that, yeah, don't really know. <laughs> so it's looking, it's looking. <laughs> do you have a full blank slate for the rest of the year, dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hey, you know, maybe uh, you know Saints Row is looking, it's catching my eye. Oh <laughs> yeah, you, we were talking about that. Oh no. <laughs> oh come on, dog. I'll send you a copy of Finally Seven Remake. We'll get you set yeah. right. Come on, man. Man, I, w- I was so desperate that I was even looking at Saints Row Four on the PlayStation Store as <laughs> something to play. Oh man. Uh, um, why don't you sub to the uh, the extra tier, whatever? You got more options there. So yeah, it's only like yeah, it's yeah. only like an extra couple bucks, especially if you're sub to PS Plus. So you yeah. Know. It might, might be something to work, look into if you're, like, having a dry month and you haven't played anything in that list, so. And, like, I I, I was depressed looking at the, the Batman DLC <laughs> stuff. Because, like, I, I, because I watched I watched a, a review on the game. Um, and he did, like, a separate review on, like, the DLCs. Because I wanted to see, like, like, okay, like, are they worth going into? And like they're only like <laughs> they're only like two hours long or something like that. Yeah, they're not long like, at all. Yeah. yeah, so like I was I was kind of disappointed in that man because like the background one is the one I really like am interested in, but then like to find out that it's like it's just like really just that one little section in, in the carnival and then you fight Harley and and Joker at the end and that's it. I was disappointed. I thought it was gonna be. Like her own like legit kind of like big story. I, I'm not expecting anything like on infamous first light like it, it being a standalone game but like something more in line with like a uh, horizon zero dawn's um frozen wilds dlc something like that i don't know man something worth my time you know <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah no I, I hear you i hear you. that's why i thought that at least uh, when i was recommending i was like just give them a shot because they are pretty short experiences but i don't know I mean, it's really yeah. up. That's what you want to do on that point. But I would say the ones that are like stupidly short are like the one I remember is like Nightwings and Red Hoods. Batgirl is the only yeah. one that was actually pretty essential. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows, man? No, no Batmobile in those DLCs. So actually, maybe I might, I might, I might have yeah. to jump in. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's another <laughs> reason. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, probably finishing off some shows that I'm watching as well. Um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much it for for me and and the DSS crew this week. Uh, we will be back next week with our 68th episode. Um, hopefully, a uh, <laughs> more uh, you know uh, a more calm week. Uh, hopefully, yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if God of War actually <laughs> gets up getting another I, showcase or what. We'll find out. I feel like I feel like we've been saying that for like the past like five weeks. We so. have. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta keep the hope alive. At least something's probably gonna come, and if not, then you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it moving. Yo, we'll find something else to talk about. <laughs> yo, I'm I'm so glad that you that you mentioned that. So these these people that are saying <laughs> with the with the slide infamous thing, they're like, 
well, well, maybe there's still there's still a, a chance, you know. They didn't completely <laughs> rule it out, you know. Uh, read read between the lines, you know. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm like, get your your fucking magnifying glasses out of here, man. Your Inspector Gadget shit out of here, man. Like, dog, the, the the best you can do is just send him a tweet saying, "Hey, I would like something to happen, but don't." Don't even, don't even bother, man. If, if, in any case, you have a better chance, just just get that PS3 at a, at a used game store and then go ham on those. Or you have a better chance going outside and touching some grass, man. Because <laughs> let me tell you, man, <laughs> there's nothing happening, man. They said it. <laughs> so, stop, so stop holding out hope for something that's like, like, it's literally like the boy who cried wolf, man. <laughs> like, there's nothing there, man. So just, just stop. Accept that it's not happening. Oh, you know, man. Don't, that's don't read between. Yeah, yeah. They're reading between the lines of something that's not there, man. It's 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 silly at this point. Um, but, but that's it, man. Uh, so yeah, we'll catch you guys next week for another episode. Until then, have a great week. Peace.